0: Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening in today. On March 4th, 1933, almost exactly 87 years ago, Franklin Delano Roosevelt looked out over a record-sized crowd at his first inauguration— And here's what he said. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Now you may be asking, what does this have to do with this week's Torah portion? And the answer is, hold on, I'll tell you in a few minutes. We're reading this week from Ki which takes place after the people of Israel have been at Mount Sinai for quite some time. They're waiting for Moses to come down with the laws. And here's what happens. It says, The people saw that Moses was taking a long time coming down from the mountain. So the people gathered upon Aaron and said to him, Get up and make us a god to go before us, because that man Moses, we don't know what's happened to him. So Aaron makes this god, somewhat reluctantly it seems, but he makes it anyway, and the people declare a holiday and they worship the golden calf. Meanwhile, back up the mountain, God says to Moses, hey, have you seen what your people are doing? It's kind of like when your kid is acting up and you say to your spouse, hey, look what your kid did. So God gets so angry that God threatens to destroy the people and Moses has to kind of talk God down from that threat. In the end, everything is basically okay, but in the meantime, this big, destructive, confusing thing has happened. The people standing at Mount Sinai have worshipped an idol. The reason it's confusing, of course, is that It was only a few months ago that they walked through the Red Sea. These are literally the same people who heard God's voice at Sinai. So how can they just abandon everything they believe in? How can they act so contrary to their own beliefs and their own values? The answer from the commentators is that they were acting out of fear. This is Gersonides, who's a thirteenth to fourteenth century French commentator. He says After Moses had been gone for more than a few days, they, the people, began to be afraid that he was dead. And that is how the passage starts. What I read before Vajarhaam Kibosheshma Moshe La min Hahar, when the people saw that Moses was taking a long time coming down from the mountain, then they gathered upon Aaron and built the golden calf. In other words, it was their fear that caused them to act in this way. Rationally speaking, they knew the golden calf wasn't their god. But when we're afraid, we're not always rational. So here's a little psychology. Researchers tell us that negative emotions can narrow what's called our action repertoire, which is the the choices that we see before us, that we feel capable of. That is to say, when we feel angry or stressed, We see fewer choices. We are less likely to see all of our options and less capable of engaging in rational problem solving. That's when we act in ways that don't match our values. That's why the Israelites built the golden calf, because of their fear. It's also why we do things that we regret, like lashing out at people we love because we're afraid of their reactions or of situations. Or hoarding, cheating, lying because we're afraid or scared of the consequences of failing a test or losing a job or telling the truth. Fear is why we prejudge people based on what they look like or sound like. Fear is the birthplace of bigotry and scarcity. Fear stops us from hearing new ideas or trying new things. It prevents us from being who we want to be. It stops us from accomplishing the things that we're capable of. That's the lesson of the golden calf. And that's also why President Roosevelt said that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. The biggest danger of our fear is that it causes us to behave in ways that are not according to our own values, in ways that are not good for us. And the lesson of the Parsha is that those fear-based actions don't make you happier. To really move toward the promised land, rather than building a golden calf, you have to move through the fear. And for that, we need a sense of support. We need a sense of meaning. And here I'm quoting from a, a psychologist and author whose name is Kelly McGonigal. Who wrote a book called The Upside of Stress. She writes that our negative emotions can actually make us stronger. We don't realize it all the time. We often think in terms of avoiding stress or relieving stress. We think of it as something we don't want. But it turns out that our stress responses actually prepare our bodies and our minds for what we'll need to manage the hard things in life. And Dr. McGonigal says, I'm quoting here, Viewing stress more positively seems to encourage people to cope in ways that help them thrive, whether it's tackling the source of stress, seeking social support, or finding meaning in it. When we're in a fearful or stressful situation, we have two choices. One is to build a golden calf, which is to say, to act out of fear, to ignore or lay aside our own values. And the second is to dig into our values, to recognize that the stress is actually making us stronger, and to meet our fear with curiosity. What am I afraid of? What options are in front of me? Who can I turn to to support me through this? Toward the end of the portion, after all the dust has settled, Moses turns to God and says, God, show me your path, show me your ways. It's a way of saying, God, we need to know that you're going to be there with us. We'd like to ask you to be our support through this difficult and fearful situation of leaving slavery and striking out on our own across the desert. Because, of course, that's what the Israelites were afraid of in this whole scenario. And God answers, Sure, I will do the thing that you have asked. And that's when the people can really set out for the promised land. That's when they know that they have a support system, in this case, in the form of God. And when they know that facing this scary path across the desert is actually a a way of learning and growing. It's not that the fear goes away, and it's certainly not that the fearful situation goes away. It's just that, like Roosevelt might say, they don't have to be afraid of the fear. So ultimately, the Torah is trying to teach us that we can face our fear and be better for it. We can reach out to one another to form communities of strength and support in hard times. And rather than building golden calves, rather than giving into or acting out of fear, we can always strive to live according to our values, always strive to be our best selves. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.